Welcome back to the show. I feel a little naked because we're not, not only are we not in the studio that we usually, in the Banker's Life studio, we're in a new studio and I don't have my co-host, Taylor Hall, but don't say anything yet. <laughs> I have someone who is just as good, if not better, because she is also a co-host, radio and television personality, Mackenzie Roth. And I say personality because, wow, uh, I don't think I've ever seen her in a bad mood. She is an Instagram queen if you want to follow her. Uh, Mackenzie Roth, Carmel grad and IU grad is in the studio. Thank you for being right. on the show. I am thrilled to be here. We're in a cool studio. We're in indie. I'm back home and loving it. Yeah, so tell them real quick about the studio that we're in because this means a little bit more to you yes. because of what you just got done shooting. Okay, so I literally just shot about 55 new Andy Moore commercials. Wow. Get excited. We have all new dresses, all new looks. <laughs> we had lots of fun. So what You're not we, kidding. 55? Yeah. 55. Yes, we did 55 and now I'm done and and then Remington's like, hey, you want to do this podcast with me? I'm like, <laughs> come right. on. So we're here. So, uh, and we're literally in a hole in the wall. You guys cannot find this studio, <laughs> even if you were trying to. Um, but uh, the Andy Moore commercials, when's the first one air? Um, how, like probably how far Probably in about you? two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So you guys may know this if you're listening, but Mackenzie is no longer with us in Indy except for a couple times a year when you're actually here filming these commercials. But it's always home. Like my parents are here yeah. and I actually am here quite often, like every few months. Really? Yeah. Well, we are honored to have you on the show. Um, give us a little bit of your background because you are, as I said, a radio and television personality, but you started, I mean, did you always dream of doing a job like this or did it just kind of fall in your lap okay so ever since i will never forget this moment in fifth grade my dad took me to wrtv and do you i don't know if you remember clyde lee and Dion willis but i, I got to you, go Jordan? they Jordan were anchors okay and i got to go to the news station i won this in a raffle my dad took me downtown indy and that's when i fell in love with television i got to read from the prompter and you know i was like probably 11 years old and i fell in love with the magic of television so wow. that ever since then I've wanted to do what I do. And so it's always been a passion. I went to Carmel High School. Um, then I went to IU, Bloomington. What did you study Proud at Hoosier, uh, broadcast journalism. Okay. And then I was minored in theater. You're an Ernie Pyle grad? Ernie Pyle grad, yes. <laughs> and I cheer on Hoosiers, like we just had IU Day not that long ago. Yep. I was rocking my IU gear. Yep. So um, yeah, I anchored WTIU down there. And I loved every second of it. It was great. So she is going to actually be my co-host of interviewing herself. Yes. And, uh, and I'm going to interview you back. Yeah. Because that's is, what I do. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't ever been interviewed on my own podcast. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I got questions about the, the hair. Oh, boy. Because it's pretty outstanding. It's, it's ridiculous. I was driving with the top down. So there's no excuses because I knew we'd be filming. But it is what it is. I, I feel like guys get away with that. Do you more so than girls. Let's just get to it real quick. What products do you use? Um, I couldn't even tell you. It's the yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's guys for it's you. It's the yellow paste. I don't know. It's uh, it's high. I like it's. Well, yeah, I like the swish. I'm growing it out. You know, against everyone's wishes. I'm gonna. It's gonna go long. So this is kind of in that weird You're phase rocking it. where okay, it's well, like I your summer that. look. I Thank love you. it. Do you do you travel with your makeup and hair people or do you just you, you just know, wake up like this? Uh, I just woke up like this, <laughs> full glam. No, I have. I'm so blessed. I've been with my makeup artist Jessica, um, Jessica Marie. She's fabulous, and so I have kind of different hair and makeup people different places so i have some in portland oregon and oh, then of smart. course I, but they're like true blue like jess and i have been working together for like 15 years so take notes have makeup people in every city <laughs> you go to <laughs> that is the i've best. already learned 
This is good. So, yeah. okay, so here is my first question for you from the radio standpoint and television standpoint. Okay. This is a podcast, and yes. podcasts, is, they, they're like kind of sweeping the nation right now. They are. But how does that affect you and the mainstream media kind of world? Is it good for you guys? Is it like kind of taking away from radio and television? What, what do you think? You know, they always say radio is a dying form, but I don't believe it because, I mean, advertising is still, you know, very lucrative. Podcasts are cool, though, because people have their favorites. However, it is a saturated because mm-hmm. a lot of people, but just like radio and television. So I think podcasts are like the wave of the future. And I think they're fun well, because awesome. you have so much more freedom. Yeah. You know, um, when I do breaks on the radio, it was, you know, it's very quick or you have in between songs or, you know, that type of thing. We have right. freedom here. We can be ourselves. I mean, we I could f- cuss if we want to. Not that we want to, but we could. Not on this show. Not on this show, but. Well, you know. actually, I mean, we'll just bleep <laughs> it out. Although, uh, so wh- when you're on the radio, how hard is that to not like. To, to, to contain yourself, not just cursing, but just saying things that are like PC and making sure you don't say the wrong things. I mean, you have short snippets anyway, so it's yeah. pretty easy to... No, I say you, you have to be real because mm. everybody can see right through it. So I feel like, I mean, I've cried on the radio. I've laughed so hard um, that I like almost fell over. I mean, you have to be real. And I feel like when, you, when you're not perfect, because people see you and they're like, oh, that's this is that perfect life, that perfect guy, that perfect girl. But when you are like, oh my gosh, like I'm dealing with this too, or oh, Oh my gosh girls help me out and when you really are vulnerable that's when people really fall in love with you and they're like she's legit like she's being transparent and then they trust you and that's how you get through so you don't want to be like pretend to be perfect because nobody is well and i followed you it's interesting you say that like because really you're a part of a brand on television and radio but then you're also building your own brand right. because this is not the end for you you're you're still on the way up and that's yes. actually one of the really cool things i love about the podcast i mean this is called as indie grows this all based around like indianapolis people but we're catching you like in the in the middle i feel like like you're, oh, you're, you're yes you're, i like this yes you know what i mean like you're still on the rise you still have things because i've i've read in a couple of spots that you did that you you really aspire to be in a national television spotlight yes of course yeah so what what I mean, where are you in terms of like getting to that point? Are you in conversations to like keep on moving up and up or are you just yes. enjoying where no, you're No, that's or? the goal. I mean, I'm always evolving. I'm always growing. I'm always learning. And when I think it's so important and good to be uncomfortable because people get comfortable and they're like, I want to do this. I feel empty and no passion anymore, but I'm comfortable where I am. The pay is good, blah, blah. But then I feel like then when you're uncomfortable, like you have to step out and become uncomfortable because yes. that's when you can grow mm-hmm. and you have to fail and be okay with failing. You have to do something something um, that you're not comfortable with so that you can get to that next level. I think it's so important. So don't get complacent because a lot of people do that and then they complain, oh, I'm just, this is a capped out, like this is where I'm going to be. It's like, no, you don't have to just settle. I love it. Where did you learn that from? Or is that from one of your favorite interviews you've ever done? Is that are you taking this from other people you've interviewed? Uh, no, that's just for me. Oh, I read. Me. <laughs> it's just me. McKenzie. It's just me. No, I read a lot. So basically, my journey. So after IU, I wrote for the Indianapolis Star. I had like a fun out and about column, and it was called Intake. I don't know if they have. It was like a fun little like magazine thing. And then I was an MC for the Pacers, which I loved, I and I was felt about so that. short because I'd be like, "Hey, LeBron," you know. It was, but it was so great to get in front of. That Thousands of people. Did you work with Grady? Mm, no. That would have been. He would have been okay. after you. Maybe after MC, me. So you emceed. You were actually at the live arena. You yeah. Were, you were like in yes. halftime and yes. Okay. That Doing was all that fun stuff. And one of my best friends, Sarah, actually still works at the Pacers. And then um, this is a fun story. How I got into radio. I'll try to make it brief. But it was total American Idol style. I don't know if people know this, but I went to Who Wants to Be a DJ contest oh. on the Circle Monument Circle MS Communications. I stood in a line of over hundred people. Wow. Um, and I waited. I was number forty-one, and I had never done radio. 
radio day in my life, but I thought I can totally do this. And I went in there and auditioned. I remember the guy in front of me totally freaked out and was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then he left and then he like bolted out the front. And I was like, what the heck? And they're like, number 40. And I was like, well, he's nowhere to be found. So then I went in there and I actually won. And so I started you, from scratch. You were out of 100, you won? So I won. Yeah, wow. it was like a voting thing and it was so awesome. And I went in there and I like, it was like, this is a board. I went from very like scratch. Learned how to do it. Gave up every weekend for over two years because I started on the weekends. Then I got my own midday show. And then it just kind of grew from there Wow! For, as, in terms of radio. And I bopped around here. I did the morning show with Scotty Davis, one of my best friends to this day. He's a huge radio, amazing person. Um, <laughs> he's down at FLZ. Um, well, he's down in Tampa right now. But um, yeah, so we did a morning show, which was great, the Scotty show. Right. And then that was... And then so walk us through how you got to Portland then. Okay, so I did the I did the morning show. Then I did afternoon drive radio, my show. I also did D.C., Atlanta, other markets. Um, I've always wanted to do television. So here it was hard because of all the commercial work I do. So I would be like a correspondent. So I'd do like a Super Bowl correspondent. I'd cover when the Super Bowl was in Indy. And then I did um, some corresponding on Indy Style. Great show. Um, but then the call came from Portland, Oregon. They wanted me to come do a country morning show, a country radio. Never done country before. I went out to Oregon. It was such a foreign land. I'm like, this is so cool. I I really liked it. And then I, but I debated for like three months. There's because country music and Portland that just seems like I know right but the outskirts are of it like you can understand the out- country, yes okay. very country the as you imagine Portland to be it is it is yeah. <laughs> like very green and peace and yeah and no, and no one wears shoes is right what I picture right okay. everything's legal Except you. most you, things you are you legal and shoes. yes I do yeah. I wear high heels <laughs> um so I I took three months made the decision and said you know what I'm gonna regret this if I don't so I went out on I knew no one in Portland Oregon yeah. um and started this awesome Country, it's got 987 The Bull. And so I learned all about country music. I had no idea who anyone was besides like the bigs that everybody knows. So you were not, you were not into country before you went into No. In fact, I didn't even like country. And I was you, like, are, you do now. I love it. Country really? artists are the they most true you. blue, down to earth people, the fans. I've never, I like, because I'm used to top 40, you know, right. uh, whatever, JT, Rihanna, Gaga. And they're great too, but country artists, they're just that it's just a whole new world. So I loved every second of it. All right. So let me ask you about some of the people that you've interviewed or had the pleasure of like meeting through this medium. Like yeah. who, what are some of your favorite interviews? Like country artists or anybody? Anybody. Yeah. Um, Garth Brooks, top of oh, the top. Yeah. Garth oh, Brooks, yeah. Miss Trisha Garth. Um, like I took, so I was taking listeners back to meet Garth and I got to meet Garth. Garth's there and he takes, he takes the time. It wasn't like, let's smile for a picture, move along. He takes the time to take like a 10 to 15 minute conversation with people. This guy bought a hat and he asked Garth to sign it. Garth goes, buddy, how much you pay for this hat? And the guy's like, oh, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks. He takes 40 bucks out of his pocket, gives it to the man. He's like, I don't want you paying for that. And signed it. Wow. And there's a woman in a wheelchair, and they made sure that she was front row, so she was comfortable, could see the show. It's just blew me away. Yeah. Garth Brooks is the real deal. Garth Brooks. It's true what they say. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So what about in, well, he's kind of country. He's kind of, he kind of, he's, He's bigger than country, I feel like. He is like Garth he's Brooks. The, he's in his own little and level. And his team, I'm just so impressed by him. So he's one of my favorites. All right, let's go the opposite then. What's okay. the weirdest interview you've ever, or most awkward, or you were sharing some things yeah. ahead of the show that... Um, One of the most awkward, and she wasn't mean by any means. It was Janet Jackson. Oh. It was just, she's such a quiet talker. <laughs> I couldn't hear a word she was saying. So I'd ask her a question and I'd be like, so Janet. You sure know? it was Michael? Because it could have been Michael. Like, well, it's like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was, Janet, like I could, I felt so embarrassed. But I literally, we were sitting, I couldn't hear a word she was saying. 
Wow. So that was maybe one of the most awkward. Beautiful, was that here in talented. India or that was out in Portland? Uh, that was here. That was oh. actually here. Okay. Um, I just interviewed Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, I saw um, that. I had no idea there was so much love for Bill Nye the Science Guy and so much hate. Mm-hmm. Like some people are like, he's not a scientist, but then some people are like, live, die, Bill Nye. So <laughs> that was interesting. Funny guy. He's quite the character. What was his interview about? Um, well, it actually was the 30th anniversary of Mount St. Helens erupting. Mm. And so we were talking about volcanoes, Hawaii. And then I got to the hard hitting questions about how many bow ties uh, he owns, 500. Yeah. 500. He gave me a dance lesson from Dancing with the Stars. We took wow. selfies together. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. Cool that's guy. A, that's an interesting interview. I, 500 bow ties. I don't even know where you would keep that many. I don't know. He's got a whole closet dedicated to bow ties. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's shift gears and talk about like the industry as a whole. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of younger listeners that are seeing where you're at and thinking, wow, how do I get there? Um, what has been some of your toughest challenge or maybe even just one challenge in your industry that you've had to overcome? Um, I would definitely say there, it's highly competitive, highly competitive. So you have to have a thick skin and you can't take things personally. That's the thing. I, if you're not being criticized, you're not doing much with your life. Mm. So you can't take like just like when I'm on television, people will criticize what you look like, what you say, if you screw up. Um, just if you if you put yourself out there, you have to be willing to take criticism. Right. But then you also have to realize who it's coming from as well. And and use it, you know, to better yourself or just ignore it and get a thicker skin. Consider the source is what I was taught. Yeah. Consider the source. Exactly. Yeah. We, we don't have too much hate mail for this podcast yet, Jordan. <laughs> I think we've done a good job thus far. And that actually reminds me at As Indie Grows is where you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and MySpace. Yeah. And what are some other ones? Are we on MySpace? I think so, yeah. We are on MySpace. Yeah, not Facebook. Okay. We'll, we'll get on Facebook soon at As Indie Grows. <laughs> where can we find you? Um, well, let me tell you. On Instagram, I'm at Mackenzie Roth, and Twitter, I'm just at Mackenzie. Twitter is the, the English, Twitter. the British form of Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter at Mackenzie, M C K I N Z I E. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. Like, I just follow you because I saw Mackenzie Roth, but you got the at Mackenzie. There's no other right? Mackenzie. Nice, yeah. good work. I didn't get at Remington. Someone else stole that. Maybe a gun company. Jerks. <laughs> um. All right. So I prepped you. How much time we got? Five? Okay, oh, we got time for I feel one like we more. Just began. I know. It's crazy how time flies when you're on a podcast. Yeah. I'm going to coin that phrase. All right, Mackenzie, the question of the day, and I'm going to ask you one question before this, just, just to prepare you, though. This question of the day is something that okay. we've done with every one of our guests. And essentially, you're going to ask a question to challenge the listeners. And there's going to be a lot of people listening, especially in Indy, that are like, wow, I've followed her since the Andy Moore girl, like the girl that I yes. see on all these Andy Moore commercials. And now she's doing these huge things. Um, and by the time this airs, you're probably going to be on ET hosting all these different I things. Hope so. Well, I will say right now, I do work at our NBC affiliate in Portland, Oregon. So KGW News. So I do entertainment news, features, and that's what I'm out and about doing right now. So my last question before you ask the question of the day, Kay. I just remembered this, is have you ever had Voodoo Donuts? Um, yes, many times. Voodoo Donuts is crazy. Have we talked about this on the show before? So... There, this is a crazy hole in the wall donut shop in Portland that I've been to that they literally have like weddings at. Yeah. Did you know that? It is insane. Voodoo donuts, but I will say it's more of a touristy thing. The locals prefer Blue Star Oh, really? Donuts. But there's always a line when everyone comes, they come to Voodoo Donuts. It's crazy. They literally have these donuts that are shaped like people and you poke <laughs> them with a pretzel and like it oozes out the jelly. It's supposed yes. to be like the blood. Fruit Loop Donuts. All you know, They always, when the celebrities come to town, Pink was just in Portland. They made a pink one. Katy yeah. Perry. By the way, Lady Gaga just put a home in Oregon, like Oswego. I've been on tracking I was her. wondering. I was actually wondering where Lady Gaga was, like, was going to I already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, no, I lied. I do have one more question. Now okay. that you're here in Indy, you're gonna you're going to the race. And yes, I can't wait. You're you're hanging out with your family. What are some of your hot spots in Indy that when you're home you you like to visit? My parents' house. Okay. <laughs> What's that so, address? Just so I can let the fans know. So I hang out quite often. Well, my parents are the best. They always pick me up at the airport. And that's why I love coming back to work. Um, I do work a lot. I do many things. But I get to see my parents. Like, yeah. And I'm going to see my friends. So where do I go in Indy? Like tonight I'm just, I'm going to Woodland Country Club for dinner. Um, that's going to be fun. <laughs> where else do I go? Tomorrow I'm hosting an event. And then I'm going to be out at the race. I don't have like Any places to go. places downtown? I, I just like, chill. Really? Like, yes, um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be staying at the Conrad, which is great because I can't wait for slow celebrity sightings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'll be doing that during race weekend. because of the race weekend there's celebrities that like the race that's they're all staying at the conrad i think well that's like a place a lot of them stay yeah but a lot of celebrities that are going to be here even at st elmo's yeah. yes um uh chris hemsworth hello <laughs> the bachelor is here ari yeah. with lauren yeah it's wow, be you know this better than i do mm. oh yeah i'm ready all right so ask our listeners the question of the day kind of a challenge on how do i get to where you're at Mm. Okay, let me ask you this. And this is also a Darius Rucker song for the country fans. <laughs> when is the last time you did something for the first time? Oh, I love Think it. Think about it. I love it. When is the last time you actually did something for the first time? And then I challenge you to answer that and to do it. That's a great question. I actually wrote a, um, a small spot in a magazine about that, basically creating the first every single time. Because if you think about your first experience, first time, dri- even driving, like when you got your license, where's the first place? I went to Walmart, by the way. I got my oh. license and I went to Walmart and I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I walked around and got back and I was so excited to drive. That's so awesome. But you remember that. You remember yes, your first, the first time. time. So when's so the first can time? Can I ask you, when's the first time you did something for the last time? Or when's the last time when's you last did something, time for, did the something time? for the first time? the first time. So, um, wow putting me on the spot uh i would say i'd never been to a playoff game before and i went to uh the pacers versus the Cavs. Nice. and this is a great this is a great story for you so lebron's coming out and i want to give lebron uh you know some knucks okay like, you know i appreciate it. he's <laughs> greatest nucks. player you know give, give me a high five give me some knucks lebron and my buddy's like a big michael jordan fan he's like you know what i just it says after the game and lebron's being interviewed he's like this I don't. is the ongoing debate greatest player of all time exactly, exactly exactly so i'm like i don't really care about that he's a great player he's the greatest right now so i just want to give him you know a fist bump and he's like dude i just want to go and about that time lebron gets done with his interview comes over here so i reach over and my buddy who just said he doesn't care no! reaches over me and steals my ducks <laughs> can you believe that so awful. that would have been that would have been my first time giving LeBron a fist bump. Have you ever given LeBron a fist bump? Um, no. I've you had to think to about him. that. That's how that's how cool Mackenzie is. I she had, had to think about that. You know, it's hard for me because I have friends on the Trailblazers, and yes. but then the Pacers come, and every time I go to the Pacers, so you're, I'm like a house divided because like, yeah, I yeah, I'm like, I still sides. love my Pacers. I still root on the Colts, of course, on my indie teams. But well, we're signing off, Mackenzie Roth. If you want to check her out, especially like I said, Instagram Queen. That's where you're going to find her. <laughs> You'll see what she's doing. The latest commercials all over the country. Thank you for being on the show. This is awesome. Let's do it again.